I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You would have seen on the Instagram page yesterday, we shared a quote a quote, sorry, from Anthony Griffin, the uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons coach. Uh, a lot of people are tipping the Dragons for the spoon. A lot of people were last year as well, myself included, after the Charity Shield. Uh, they obviously did a lot better than what a lot of people assumed they would. Uh, they, you know, they potentially could have made the top eight if it wasn't for the barbecue scandal. Uh, that really derailed the whole thing. They were well and truly in the top eight at that point. So, uh, you know, credit to Anthony Griffin. I remember having Drell Yao Ye on the podcast at the start of the year um, and saying, how are they going to go? I think they'll sort of struggle under hook. And he sort of said, mate, you don't understand how much of a good coach he is, how much blokes get up for him. Uh, and I sort of thought, this is a joke. Obviously, he's good mates with Ben Hunt, Andrew McCulloch. Uh, so I thought, okay, there's a bit of bias there. But, mate, seemingly he got the very best out of them. Jamie Soward said the exact same thing to me. He was obviously on the coaching staff. And he said, you, you'll be surprised how much hook can get out of guys. It's very underrated. So uh, it sort of got me wondering this year if they are going to go as poorly as what everyone's telling me. I think it comes down to key injury guys. Now, those guys for me are Ben Hunt, Jack DeBellin, and potentially Jack Bird as well, especially if they're going to use, the, use Jack Bird in the way that Hook described yesterday. So the quote was, obviously referring to Jack Bird playing in the 13 jersey, mainly we will be looking at him in that lock area, a bit like a Radley Murray type of player. So that's Anthony Griffin yesterday on Jack Bird. Now, if you're a long-time listener of this podcast, um, since we've had this podcast, we've always said Jack Bird, he should be a 13. He's got lock forward written all over him. He's just a natural footballer. Watching comes through the junior grades, I've always said I would put him alongside Bryce Cartwright, probably Ash Taylor, uh, as the best junior footballers I've ever seen. But Jack Bird, very hard to top. I would probably slightly have Bryce Cartwright ahead of him, but if you told me Jack Bird, I wouldn't argue with you in any way, shape, or form. Uh, he also had uh, a rare... He's got a rare disease that I believe he needs to have shots or something every two weeks, or his bones uh, can essentially crumble. So I remember when he was coming through the junior grades at the Dragons, uh, You know, he was a superstar, he was an absolute weapon, but the general understanding was that his career... 
it could be over by the time he's 25. Now, he's obviously well past that. He's still kicking. He's a premiership winner. Uh, he won that grand final with the Cronulla Sharks in 2016 with, I think it was a dislocated elbow. Uh, from what I gathered, when Jackson Hastings, who's very good mates with him, was telling me the other day that he essentially couldn't move his arm. So they had to strap his arm so it was essentially straight and he couldn't move it. So even holding the football was near impossible. Like they were sort of saying to him, hold it in the other arm. And he just found a way to be able to make it work. And that's the sort of footballer Jack Bird is. He has had an unbelievable injury run since ACLs and whatnot. It has just been a disaster. Uh, Obviously, off the back of those injuries, he's had obviously pretty well-publicized weight issues and everything, getting himself fit and ready to go. But... I think you can always see that Jack Bird has got talent that not many other guys do. It was his first year at the Dragons last year. A successful season. He did well. He played some good footy. It was a season off the back of an ACL, though, which traditionally we know is a little bit slower. For a guy that... His body has broken down a lot over the years, an even more difficult task for him. So I'm really excited to see how he goes this year. Now, I've always said I think he should be a 13. Uh, I said that last year. I couldn't believe when they kept playing him at center. Started to move him to the middle a little bit throughout the season, but they got Jack DeBellum back. Now... Jack DeBellin on field, uh, a sensational footballer and a really good 13 as well. I thought the Dragons looked so much better when he was on the field playing 13. I thought they looked really impressive. I think when he wasn't there, it just wasn't as classy. It wasn't as crisp. Uh, there's a lot of factors that go into that. There was obviously parts of the season without missing Ben Hunt. There was parts of the season without missing Andrew McCulloch. Parts of the season without missing Jack DeBellin. So it's probably hard to pinpoint it down to one guy. But for me, the brand of footy they were playing when Jack DeBellin was at 13, and he was playing, you know, 60, 65 minutes. I thought it was very clean, and I thought he played a really key role in that side. Uh, obviously, if you look at him compared to the other, you know, top-shelf lock, lock forwards in our game, Isaiah Yo, uh, Victor Radley, Cam Murray, these sort of guys, he's probably more in that sort of front-rower front sort of mould that we've been used to over the years, but he has got the ball skills and the crafty ball-playing to be able to play in 13. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. He plays a great link man role. He's probably very similar to a Jake Trevojevich. Dare I say, he might even have a little bit more of the high-end ability as far as ball playing goes. So, JDB, I thought he was great when he was playing 13. I thought the Dragons looked really good when he was there. I still think that they're underutilizing Jack Burb when they play him at center. I just think that's a waste. But I have a look through this team, and I've got a 17 written down here that I think the Dragons will line up with. Um, obviously, a team that they've got a lot of a lot of journeymen, a lot of guys that aren't superstars, that aren't rep players coming into this team this year. So there will be a lot of opportunities for people to pop up here and there. So we'll have to see what this team actually looks like come round one. But this is the sort of side that I've got. And I found it really hard to fit Jack Bird in. And I'll explain where I've put him, why I've put him there, even though it's probably not where... I would play him in this team. But this is how hard it is because I've been the biggest advocate in the world of Jack Bird playing 13. I've been saying this for three or four years. I've been copying absolute shit for it left, right, and center. And even I'm not sure if this is the right time to play Jack Bird at 13 in this current team. So at fullback, I have got Tyrell Sloan. On the wings, uh, I've got Ravalawa. And then I've got one of the Fiego brothers, whoever uh, dominates there in preseason, whoever impresses the most. In the center, Zach Lomax. He's an automatic. And I've gone for Moses Sully. So I've left Jack Bird out of my centers I'm going to get him close to the ball which is where I want him but I'm not sure where else to fit him to be honest with you so we'll get to that in a minute but Lomax there Moses Suley when he was playing for the Manly Seagulls looked extremely good uh, very damaging the week-to-week grind of first grade football has always been the challenge for Moses so hopefully we can see the very best out of him at the Dragons if we do 
it could be one of the signings of the year. He's got that sort of high-end potential just to be able to give him the ball, just throw it to him early and just let him go. It could be anything. Uh, at six, I've got Amone. Uh, I really like this kid. I think he's got high-end ability that not many other young guys have. I think it's... Um, an exciting opportunity to partner him with a guy like Ben Hunt. We're hearing that the Dolphins will be after this guy. We spoke about that about a month or so ago when we did our, all of our podcasts on the Dolphins and potential signings. A lot of Dragons fans said, no way. But look, if Wayne Bennett rings, <laughs> I'm telling you, you've got to consider it. You can tell me he's a Dragons junior. He loves the Red V, all that shit. Doesn't matter. If Wayne Bennett rings and he wants him to wear the six at a new franchise, where he'll probably, be, if he's the 5'8", they're getting him pretty cheap. He'll probably be partnering up with a Premier 7 or a Premier fullback, he's got to seriously consider it. So, interesting few years for him. The Dragons, I would be blooding him at six. I would be making him one of the main guys as a bit of a carrot to try and keep him. But, regardless of that, he's still the guy that I would have at six. Ben Hunt would partner him, the skipper, the best player in this football team, the most important part of this football team for me, Benny Hunt. He needs to stay fit the entire season if the Dragons are going to give the 2022 Premiership a real shake. Into the front row, and at the moment I've got Blake Laurie. Partnering here, I'm I've got Jack DeBellin. Now, I would have Jack DeBellin playing pretty big minutes, to be honest with you. Um, I would still be allowing him to link up a little bit. I would have him doing some sort of second-man sort of movements. I wouldn't have him as just an out-and-out front rower. Uh, But this is where it gets tricky with this side if you're going to play Jack Bird at 13. In the second row, uh, these two pick themselves. I've gone for Jaden Sewer and Tariq Sims. I think they will be pretty much automatic picks. Uh, you got Jack Goals from Manly. you got Jackson Ford still there, who I really like. But I think Sewer, after playing in a grand final, Sims after being probably the best forward in Origin last year. I think they will be walk-ins to the second row. I've got Hooker. I've got Andrew McCulloch there, obviously. Um, Mr. Experience, injured at the back end of last season. Uh, the best defender in this footy side as well. So Andrew McCulloch, big fan of him. And I love that They've got Ben Hunt, they've got Tom Amoni, they've got centers that they can just throw the ball to. So as much as Andrew McCulloch doesn't have that attacking upside of a Harry Grant, Damian Cook, these sort of guys, you probably don't need it as much in this side. They they tend to play their best footy out the back. Uh, they don't really need that creative guy out of hooker, in my opinion. It would, it would be great to have that guy. And this is where the guy on the bench I'll talk about in a minute, he might come in handy. 13, I've got Jack Bird. I've got Jack Bird there solely off the comments that Hook made yesterday. Now... Personally, I think Jack DeBellin is the guy to wear 13. But Jack Bird, if they want to move him into the middle, I think the 13 jersey is his. I think Jack DeBellin will be good enough in the front row to be able to handle himself there to do a very good job. I think he's a premier front rower or lock forward in our game, and he can play both roles. But if I'm putting him in the lock in the front row, I'm not... I'm not pushing him into a traditional front row sort of role. I'm allowing him to ball play a little bit. I'm letting Blake Laurie do his normal nut trucking sort of stuff, take your meters, make your tackles. But I'm not going to take a license off Jack DeBellin to play footy because he's too good at that. Seeing him link up with guys through the middle, getting Blake Laurie just one or two men wider uh, to get at certain men, I think it would come in real handy. But as I said, I would rather start with probably a, a George Burgess in the front row and play Jack DeBellin at 13. But then I've got no idea where to play Jack Bird. If you're going to play him at center, you might as well play him in the second row realistically. I want him in the middle. I can't fit him at 5'8". I'm struggling to fit him at 13, but that's where I've got him at the moment based off the comments that Hook has made. If you're going to move 
if you're going to move this guy into the middle, Jack Bird, I think it has to be in the 13 jersey. And thankfully, Jack DeBellin is the sort of guy you can chuck in the front row and he he will be damaging there. So that's how I've settled on that forward pack at the moment. But I, as I've said a few times, I'm not totally convinced if it's the best way to go as much as I love Jack Bird at a 13 and I think he's a natural 13. I just think DeBellin really suits his team well. On my bench gets really interesting. Uh, the utility, I've got Bud Sullivan and Moses and Bye there. Personally, I would go with Bud Sullivan, but... It's, it's a strange signing Moses and Bayer to get him and to not play him. So I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up there. But Bud Sullivan, he'll be a guy that they'll be wanting to keep there for a number of years. If they are going to do that, I think they need to find a spot for him. And personally, if I'm playing the Dragons and I'm looking at Jersey 14 and Moses and Bayer's there, I've got to tell you, he doesn't worry me as much as Bud Sullivan. If I know that Bud Sullivan's going to come on and play nine for 25 minutes at the end of the game, I'm on high alert for this guy, especially if you've got... Jack and Blake Laurie, Jack Bird on the field. These guys can create offloads. It'll be a serious worry for me. Allowing him to link up with Sloan and Amoni, which he's shown he's very... They, they work well off each other as well when there's tired bodies on the field. It could be anything. So I would go with Bud Sullivan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But I wouldn't be surprised if they go with the experience of Mbai. Uh, George Burgess, he would be on my bench. He's a lock there for me. I, I have to have him there. Uh, hopefully, he's overcome these injuries that I've heard a lot of people talking about. I've also got Aaron Woods on my bench. I would have those two front rowers. And then... Jersey 17, uh, I've got three names written here, and I'm not sure which way you go. This jersey could even go to a fourth person in Mozambique if you go with Bud Sullivan. The Dragons could go for a really unorthodox bench and go with two middles and then two sort of backs, obviously relying on uh, Jack DeBellin to play big minutes in the front row, which I think he's definitely capable of. You'd be relying on Sewer Sims uh, and Jack Bird to play essentially 80 minutes. Jack DeBellin, maybe 60, 70 minutes um, to be able to rotate Burgess and Woods. But if you have an injury somewhere, it could be a little bit of chaos. So personally, I would go with two middles, an edge guy, and then a utility. But Burgess, Woods, they'd be on my bench with Bud Sullivan. Then the last one comes down to three fellas. One of these three guys I would have there. First one is Joshy Kerr. He's been there for a number of years now. Can play in the front row, uh, can play out on an edge, can handle both. A different body shape to Burgess and Woods as well bit of a taller, sort of leaner frame compared to Burgess, who's just a big juggernaut. Woods, so, sort of in between the two of them. A uh, bit of a hit-and-spin merchant, which I know a, people, a lot of people bagging for. I actually don't mind it in the modern game, to be honest with you, especially if you're going to play some second-phase footy. Um, so Josh Kerr, he's one I'm considering. Francis Molo from the North Queensland Cowboys. He has arrived there. He's another one I would consider in this jersey. Once again, a bit different to Burgess and Woods. Bit more of an explosive sort of front rower. Uh, has really handy... Uh, handy feet on him, has got a, a nice little sidestep. So just through the middle, another point of difference. When you bring Burgess and Woods on, um, two fellas that are just trucking up, there's not much creativity in their game, don't really have huge tackle breaks in them, don't really have 
fast feet through the middle. So I think Francis Molo, he'd be a good little change of pace through there. The last guy uh, is Tyrell Fumayono. Obviously played there for a couple of years now. Sort of struggled to find his position. I think realistically his position is a bench guy. Uh, he fills in when you need him to. But he does go pretty well through the middle. Another guy that's very different to Woods and Burgess. This is, you're noticing a theme in this jersey. I'd be picking a guy that's got a bit of point of difference compared to Burgess, Woods, and Blake Laurie, who are all very similar front rowers. You have then got Jack DeBellin and Jack Bird that are very different, but I also want another point of difference on my bench. So Kerr, Molo, or Tyrell Fumayano, I would go with one of those guys. When I look at it now, I'm probably leaning towards Francis Molo, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but Josh Kerr, very, very hard to leave out. And Fumayano, very handy to have in your team. He can essentially play any position probably outside of in the halves and fullback. He could handle himself anywhere else. So a handy guy to have in your football team. But the point of this podcast and after what I posted yesterday about Jack Bird, now that they've decided to use him at 13, which I don't have an issue with, I've always thought he's a 13, the balance in this team is just going to be hard and you need to work out a way to get the very best out of Jack DeBellin. He is the best forward in this football team for me. Uh, he is the best front rower in this football team. He's probably also the best 13 in this team, the way that he's able to play link ball. Uh, so you need to work out a way to get the very best out of him because... From my eye test last year, the Dragons were always better when he was on the field. They looked much more connected. It just looked much more smooth to me. But maybe that's got more to do with Hunt and Andrew McCulloch than what I'm giving them credit for. But JDB, as much as I'm not a huge fan of the whole picture of Jack DeBellin, uh, on field, there's no doubting that he has a positive impact on this football team. So Dragons, really interesting side. A number of guys have missed this side. If I go with Mola, you've obviously got Josh Kerr that's missed out. Uh, you got Tyrell for my own. you got Jackson Ford. So three really handy guys that you can chuck in the middle. You can chuck on an edge. They'll get a job done there. couple of backs as well that haven't made this team. You've obviously got Tao Tao Moga, who has arrived there. You've got the other FIA guy, brother. So a number of really talented guys that are not in this side at the moment. So the depth is really good at the Dragons. I just think it's going to come down to the keys of getting the best out of Ben Hunt, Andrew McCulloch, Jack DeBellin. And if you're going to play him as a middleman, I think all of a sudden Jack Bird, he comes in, he becomes incredibly important in this side. He can be a real point of difference when he came up against teams. He's always been a bit of an unorthodox footballer. As I said, they don't have the attacking nine. So to have a guy like Jack Bird, personally, I wouldn't really say he's going to be a Cam Murray or a Victor Radley sort of footballer. I don't think he's got that sort of tempo and control in his game. I don't think you really try and mold him into anyone else. Jack Bird, he is Jack Bird. You've just got to let Jack Bird go out and play footy because that's when he does his absolute best work. There's some guys in this league that the most dangerous thing about them is that not only do you not know what they're going to do, a lot of the time they don't know what they're going to do and Jack is definitely one of those guys. If he gets second phase footy off an offload in the middle and I was Andrew McCulloch, I get it and I'm either going to hunt Bird or Sloan, one of those guys are Amoni. I go to one of those four fellas, I just put the ball in their hands, and I'll tell you what, in broken play, Jack Bird, he would be a sensational guy to get it to first. Hopefully he comes into this season fit and firing, and if he is playing through the centre third, it could be an unreal season for Jack Bird. I hope he does very well. He deserves to do well. Ever since he won that grand final and played State of Origin, it's been going to the Broncos. He's been getting injured, coming to the Dragons, recovering from injury, coming back from an ACL. He's also got all this history with his bones and everything that is absolute chaos. There's been a lot that has gone into the Jack Bird narrative, but for me, I still think he has the potential to be an absolute premier player in our competition. And if we get to the end of this year and Jack Bird gets the Immortals trophy at the Dragons for the best player of the season in Jersey 13, 
I will not be shocked in the slightest because he's got that sort of high-end potential. I just hope that if he's in 13, they're still able to get the very best out of Jack DeBellum because for me, he is so much more than a meat and potatoes front rower. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 